1: of the book of Mark chapter 9 and verse 14 to 29. I want to talk about the magnetic, oh my magnet's not here, the magnetic force of prayer. The magnetic force of prayer in this time that we're speaking about the convergence. In the book of Mark chapter 9, I need to be quick here. Mark chapter 9 verse 14 to 29. You better take your notes because I'm just going to throw nuggets and then we'll go. Mark chapter 9 and verse 14. He says, and when he came to the disciples, I'm probably using the New King James Version. He says, and when he came to the disciples, he saw a great multitude around them and scribes disputing with them. Now, listen to the word. The scribes were what? What were they doing? Disputing. They were in an argument. I need you to understand that word, disputing. He says, immediately when they saw him, all people were greatly amazed and running to him, greeted him. And when he asked the scribes, What are you discussing with them? Then one of the crowds answered and said, Teacher, I brought you my son who has a mute spirit. And whenever it seized him, it threw him down. He foams at his mouth, gnashes at his teeth, and becomes rigid. So I spoke to your disciples that they should cast it out, but they could not. And he answered him and said, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? O what? faithless generation. How long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him to me. And they brought him to him. And when he saw him, immediately the spirit convulsed him. He fell on the ground, wallowed, foaming at his mouth. So he asked his father, how long has this been happening to him? And he says, from childhood. This year marks the end of every single thing that has followed you up till now. Amen. I've got to prophesy this. I said it marks the end in the name of Jesus. Amen. He says, and often he's thrown, thrown him into the fire. That's, that issue keeps coming up every single time. When we feel that we've solved it, when we feel that there's peace in the house, when we feel that things are going right, suddenly... It rears itself on, up again. And this is going year on year on year. Not right now, I'm fed up, I'm tired. This is where he was. I'm fed up, I'm tired. I'm tired of going through this financial issue every single time. I'm tired of being let down every single time. I'm tired of my voice not being heard. I'm tired of just going through a rot every single year. Now I've stepped into a new year. They're telling me to fast and pray. And I'm fasting and pray. But it looks like things are getting worse. He says, often it throws him into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, if you can believe all things are possible to him, who what? Believes. Immediately the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to him, deaf and dumb spirit, I command you to come out of him and enter him no more. And then the spirit cried out, convulsed him greatly, and came out of him. And he became as one dead, so that many said he is dead. But Jesus took him up by the hand, and lifted him up, and he arose. And when he had come to into the house, his disciples asked him, probably, why could we not cast it out? So he said to them, this kind can come out by nothing but prayer. The fasting word was not in the original greek it was not there the ones who interpreted it and put it there were the jesuits who would give themselves to fasting because jesus in the bible in those particular times, said that why would you fast when the bridegroom is around so that's not possible for him to say fast when he had already said if the bridegroom around you shouldn't fast. But they put it there for emphasis just because those who were writing in those days were, were people like monks who gave themselves so much into fasting and prayer. So they added, if you go to all other scriptures or all other translations, many other translations, you will not find the word fasting. That's just a teaching. But don't worry. If they put it there, it's good for you to fast. Um, but the, 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 the <laughs> Okay, uh, this is teaching. Eh? <laughs> Let me explain myself. They're making it very sure. When Jesus was talking, he was talking in the fact that it's grace and by prayer that this gets through. If you add, I can talk to you about fasting, fasting is important, but I just want to be honest with you about the interpretation of the scriptures. Because if fasting is there, that means you have to do something to get something from God that works. did you did you get that that's that's works that's what's putting works into place so in the original manuscript there was no fasting he was just saying if you pray to me then it's left for me it's not you it's not it the fasting was there because many people started to write the scripture and feel that you have to do something to get something from god fasting does not move god it moves you to move god Because when you move in dedication to God and in submission to God, God comes on your brokenness and starts to exalt you. Do you understand what I'm saying? I just want to make sure that worship tabernacle are people who are intellectual in the, in in, in the Bible because somebody's going to send me an email that, Pastor, fasting wasn't in the other stuff. What do you mean? I've explained it. Someone say amen. Now, Mark chapter 11, verse 24. Let's do this, Mark eleven twenty four. 24. It says, that's why I urge you to pray for absolutely what? Uh, I, I wanted to get us out early, but I think we need to stay a bit more. We'll, we'll probably merge this service with the second service. Uh, say, say this, say, that's why I urge you to pray for absolutely everything. Keep reading. Ranging from... And you get God's everything. Ah. He says, uh, uh, this was the message Bible. The New King James says, Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Let's quickly do this. The Bible says this kind can come out only by prayer. This implies that the disciples failed because they had not prayed simple they failed because they had not the disciples were too busy arguing amongst themselves with the opponents than to pray the bible says they were discussing they were arguing so while the disciples were supposed to spend time praying, they were spending time discussing. Uh, listen to me, since Jesus did not offer a prayer to a prayer of exorcism, to the unclean spirit, the prayer that Jesus must have had in mind is not one magical invocation, but a close, enduring relationship with God. Listen to me. Mark hints that Jesus regularly engaged in intense prayer. The Bible says Jesus will lead them and he will go up onto the mountain. The Bible says Jesus will lead them and they will come and meet Jesus where he is and sometimes even disturb him while he's praying. In fact, they so much observe the life of Jesus that they said to Jesus, come on, teach us how to pray. So, so Mark, the book of Mark hints the regular uh, attitude and habit of Jesus' prayer. Pray. The readers, therefore, can learn from the disciples' negative examples. What happens to us when we neglect prayer and we try to operate in our own flesh? The cause of the disciples' failures became clear because they had deficient faith an insufficient prayer. And this is what many Pentecostals, many Christians do. We start to pray when there is trouble. When you pray when there is trouble, there is trouble. (laughs) When... If you only pray, that's your first nugget. If you only pray when you're in trouble, you are in trouble. That's the first thing you need to do. Because many of us, we go into a -a intensive machine gun prayer. When there is trouble, but when they tell you fast right now, and why are we fasting? Why do I have to pray? Eh? You're praying because when principalities and powers come, you don't need to go on a fast then. You will look at it and from the deposit of your prayer, you'll say to that spirit, be gone. It's, we don't, it's not a discussion. I'm not here to entertain your arguments. You, you know, Qatar. let me go into marriages. You know when the wife comes, because you have got a a a, a depth of prayer, by the time she starts misbehaving, you just start looking at her. And in your spirit you'll say, Be gone, and it's gone. It's gone. When the husband goes crazy, you understand? And he starts to manifest sometimes, like I do. You understand? Just one look. You, you, you the, the fact that you, the fact that you, the woman, you're looking at him. Don't worry. The more he's going all over the place, it's because there's a convulsion happening. The spirit is about to leave. Uh, the, it, your stare alone, just looking, and then your smile alone is saying, "Devil, you are a liar." But you know what? Most of us do. We go into discussing, like the disciples were doing. When the child starts to manifest itself, instead of getting the stick, get the prayer. Because the stick is not the solution to the child. It is the commandment of the word of prophecy that deals with the issue. But we can't deal with it because we haven't given ourselves to intense prayer. January is not the only month of fasting and prayer. January just teaches us to lay the year down before God. Before many of you exit January, you're counting down two more weeks. After two more weeks, I'm free. No, if January teaches you not to eat McDonald's, Burger King's, or chicken fries, then it's teaching you for the whole year if January is teaching you how to stay off um, social media, it's teaching you for the whole year. Don't look as if it is a drug that you're detoxing from. And then once you enter into February, you now spend 15 hours catching up on every single thing that you've missed. That is not going to work. Because the Bible says when that demon leaves, the demon will come back. To check. And if he meets the place empty and swept. It will invite seven other social medias. (laughs) Platforms to come in. And then the state of the person was worse than before. So the question is. Is prayer your steering, steering wheel? Or is it your spare tire? Many people use prayer as a spare tire. The disciples were using prayer as a spare tire. They they just thought that, oh, we saw Jesus cast out the demon. Yeah, come on. Out. 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 I've done deliverance before. I still do deliverance. But in those days, when I was doing deliverance, when I was void of understanding, I actually thought, and I've shared this before, that the more I shout... The more the demon will react. Don't laugh at me. You've seen it before. Some people are foolishly still doing it. So we'll gather round somebody who we say is possessed. And then we start praying. Get out! The demon will go, ah! 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 Many times after I finished, there was no G-Mix in those days, actually. Uh, So many times after I finished, I feel I was the one that was delivered. (laughs) Honestly. I will shout, scream, speak in tongues. Shake. The person is shaking, I'm shaking. <laughs> and he kind of, as many churches do, they kind of enjoy the manifestation. You can roll from here all the way to the back, get up and go outside, and nothing has changed. It is not in the rolling or the shouting, it is in the deliverance of the word. So, after a while, I started to understand, like, how do I, if if I'm doing deliverance for five people, and then I'm going home, and for three days, I can't get up. Something's wrong somewhere. So, I started looking back. I didn't see Jesus lose his voice. There was no microphones there. So, get out. And the demon says, I'm not going. And I said, I don't have time for this. Get out now or fire will consume you there you either go to the swines or you encounter fire and some of them are stubborn. so i take a seat and i'm sitting there get out i decree the fire and the blood of jesus upon you you are an illegal occupant in this place i am his weapon of warfare i'm his battle axe. with me would he break the chariot and the rider the of man and the maid? get out i'm going to break you today you're out calmly and if he doesn't go, then I tell the person, go, even I know that that means my prayer level has dropped. Because you are a man and woman of authority. Right. If you're in discussion and argument with your spouse, you're not in authority. If you and your spouse, your boyfriend, you're, you're arguing, you're not in authority. You're just in the same, the Bible says, do not answer in his foolish so that you don't become a fool. You're in, in an engagement of foolish arguments. Because there's supposed to be a power that should resonate on the inside of you. I and mean, some of you are rebuking me right now. Let me, re- let me rebuke the thing that is rebuking me. Uh, 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 I'm telling you the honest truth. God showed me this. That I do not have to be in, get into my home and say, I am the head of this home. That's foolishness. The head reveals itself by the manifestation of itself. Nobody was asking, are you Jesus? Jesus said, you want to know if I'm Jesus? Stay here for a while. And then when he was killing them, he says, go back and tell John what you have seen. You are the head. You're in charge of the situation because of the intense prayer in your closet that would manifest outside. That's why I open the floodgates early in the morning by 6 a.m. when we pray. Because an adage says, he who runs from God in the morning will scarcely find him the rest of the day. Prayer is like the trumpet of Gideon. When you blow it, the Bible says, and uh, Gideon blew the trumpet, and the Abyssalites gathered together to him. Listen to me. The Abyssalites were afraid. They were afraid of the Midianites. God said to Gideon, as you followed me on Friday, you mighty man of valor. So Gideon picks a trumpet, he blows. Gideon was the least in his family and his family was the least of the entire clan of Israel. But for one man to blow a trumpet and people just started to gather, it was the magnetic force of an intense time of prayer and an encounter with the angel of God and with God that made the fact that when he blew a trumpet, there was a convergence. When you blow a trumpet this month, things that are yours will start to Cut that together to you. You will make some utterances in prayer that it will have enough power to command things that are lost to come to you. Your utterance and your deliberation in prayer will sound like a trumpet that it will cause a of good results coming to you. The magnetic force of prayer. When the Spirit of God is upon you, you will blow a trumpet. Things will start to gather behind you. Because prayer is the force that reaches out and pulls what is yours to you. Prayer is a gathering force. Prayer is the womb where greatness is formed. Prayer is a producing force. So, in in, in the above scriptures that we read, Jesus brought out some facts. Praying in the Spirit attracts the following things into your life. It attracts, number one, his purpose. Listen to me. What is the purpose of praying? I'm rushing now, but I hope you'll get it. The purpose of praying Is when the Bible says, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God's first purpose of prayer is that his will be done in your life. The purpose of praying is that it moves our strength from who we are onto where we depend on him fully. The purpose of prayer is that it moves us close to God where everything that matters now is to please him. Are you getting anything? The purpose of prayer is that it's supposed to make people who are close to you see that God has touched you, not the person that you used to be. I cannot believe that you will go through an entire month and nothing has changed from when you started to when you finished. Don't say amen. I just want you to change. Cannot believe that you will exit a 30 day is it 30 days doesn't matter uh I I can I, I, I can't believe that you will exit a 30 day 25 20 I don't care what days prayer and nothing has changed and I call you up the following day and you say pastor I'm depressed something is wrong with that period of prayer because prayer supposed to make other people see that there's a change in your life. Prayer says that situation may not have moved, but I have moved. Oh, I just missed somebody somewhere. Because many of us say prayer moves things. It does. The first thing prayer will do in anybody's life, the first purpose of prayer is that it will move you. If it hasn't moved you, it will not move anything around you. So as we go into the next last two weeks, let's stop asking things to move. Because people who move things were first moved in prayer. Ha! Joshua was fighting a battle and there was a disturbance. It was getting dark. He looked at the sun. He said, stand still. He didn't have to fast. Like some of you are like, we need to go and fast too. And we need to go and pray. We need to have six days of prayer and fasting. No. He just said, stay, stay still. Sun, stay still. Moon, stay still. When I finish, I will release you. That is a man who had had an intense time with God. He moved the sun and the moon because he was moved nobody will open their mouth and say son stay still if nothing has moved from the inside of them you can't even get your cat to stay still or your child or your dog to stay still and you want to make the whole world stay still no you can only make them stay still if they know who you are how many people have a dog ah no lift your hands if you have a dog thank you my dear you are you are you are the best gift to planet earth you see all the others It is it is where they come (laughs) from. They taught them that a dog is for food and a cat is for evil. Uh, Go and get a dog. Uh, My dear, what's your name? Please shout your name. Be quiet, everybody else who doesn't love a dog. Wait, what's what's your name? Nandi. What's the name of your dog? Brooklyn. (laughs) (laughs) Brooklyn. I'm not sure why he or she. She, it must be a he. She, your name? She, Brooklyn. Cool. (laughs) Now, the only place I know about Brooklyn is a place you don't go to. So, don't try her dog. Don't go to her house. She must have named the, the dog Brooklyn. And if I were her, I would put on in front of my dear, Brooklyn is here. Meaning, this is a place you don't just stray into. Now, Brooklyn knows her so much that, hopefully, and I believe, that if she says sit, the dog will sit. The dog will sit. Am I right? If she says stand, the dog will stand. If she takes a stick and throws it, the dog knows, run after that stick, pick that stick up, and come here. I can't see Nandi starting with with Brooklyn. You need to listen to me, because if you don't listen to me, things are going to happen. And, and the dog says, oh, I you. I And not listen to you. I'm on TV right now, so I can't tell you what will happen if it is in somebody else's uh house in another village in some places. But, 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 but I can't see the dog. He said, sit down, <laughs> sit down, <laughs> sit down <laughs> because I don't like you. No. Whether Brooklyn likes her or doesn't like her, you're sitting down. But if <sighs> uh Tony so goes to Brooklyn. Say, Brooklyn, sit. He was like, who are you? You know the difference between them is one. Brooklyn knows who she belongs to. Two, Brooklyn has spent time with Who she belongs to. And three, Brooklyn obeys the authority of the owner. So Brooklyn changed because of how long Brooklyn has spent with the owner. And you can never have authority unless you spend time with the person who owns all authority. So you can't say as Jesus said, no, 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 no. You can't say as the centurion said to Jesus, you don't need to come to my house. Could could you see the man knew? Because if I say to my other fellow soldiers, go, they will go. If I say come, they will come. Jesus looked at the guy and said, ah, even, I, I think so. I'm just saying what I think I would say if it, someone said, I just said, Jesus looked at the guy and said, you know, I didn't think about that. He said, I've never seen this kind of faith in the whole of Israel. Why? The guy had spent so much time understanding what authority is all about. Not power. Power is different from authority. You can have power by picking up muscles and picking up stuff but have no authority. Wow. You can have power. You can, you, you can lift, lift this up and still a snake can come and you run. You can lift this up and Brooklyn can back up you and you start saying the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want. <laughs> but the lady who owns Brooklyn I just don't want to miss her name. She may not have power to even carry Brooklyn but she has the authority over Brooklyn. And when you pray you must be able to exit that closet with authority although you will have power to. There is no reason why our homes should be full of strife. When you know who owns your life we discuss too much than pray too much prayer purpose must make you go in one way and come out the other side jesus was saying through that scripture that my purpose is for that child to be healed what's the second thing prayer gives you it gives you power. Prayer begins where human capacity ends. Prayer forces things to happen to you. Prayer will compel your disadvantage to become your advantage. James 1.16, the B part says, The earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available. After Jesus prayed, he walked on water. <laughs> After Jesus prayed, let me talk to you about power. Power means you are in charge. After Jesus prayed, he chose how many disciples? How many disciples? Out of the twelve, were they were all righteous, there was a Judas there. Power does not mean that there won't be a beating, a shaking, and a pressing. There was Judas there. There was Peter there. There was James and John who said, let's go fishing. This man has gone. Let's go back to what we know. And above all, then, then, then there was Brother Thomas. So, so how many people are in your vicinity that you have? And I normally say this to people. Don't blame me as a pastor for people, things that happen in church. How can Jesus prayed. He chose 12. There was a Judas there. There was a Thomas there. There was a Peter there. I prayed. And just take three Thomas, three Thomas, Peter, out of every 12 people that walked into church. And then you say, I'm a bad pastor. I'm not a bad pastor. (laughs) If there's a Judas in every 12, I'm going to If there's a Thomas out of every... Tw- ah, So I, people will criticize him because they will doubt him. So don't, 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 don't Sleep easy. And then if there is a Peter amongst them, there will be people who will say, let's leave this church and find somewhere else because let's go fishing.
0: <laughs>
1: Prayer produces power that makes you stay in charge regardless of what is going on around you. And lastly, prayer is his provision. It's his purpose, it's his power, it's his provision. Prayer gives you spiritual currency that brings natural acquisition. Let me read this and then we'll close. First Samuel chapter one verse twenty seven. He says, For this child I prayed, and the Lord has granted me my request, which I asked of him. 1 Samuel 2, 21. And he says, And the time came when the Lord visited Anna. So she conceived and gave birth to three sons and two daughters. Anna didn't only have Samuel. When she prayed, there was a provision. When Solomon prayed, he received the provision of wisdom. When Jacob prayed, he received the provision of wealth. When Jabez prayed, he prayed. He says, God, as we prayed this morning, grant me that you will enlarge my course. Grant me that you will make me honorable amongst my people. So when we pray, we receive his purpose. When we pray, we receive his power. When we pray, we receive his provision. So if you need a provision of wisdom, it will be given to you. If you need a provision of health, it will be given to you. If you need a provision of wealth, it will be given to you. But all of it is done by the magnetic force of Prayer, so when we gather everyone together to pray, we're not just doing it because it's a tradition, it is a habit. Somebody came to me and said, Pastor, did you pray in, in Jewish, Did you pray that we should co- still continue to fast in the month of July? I said, No, 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 it is a habit. We will, I will beg you, plead with you force you and sometimes whip you into shape to pray because the church loves excitement but not commitment so people love to come to the church and, and, and they loved when Jesus was around and the miracles were going on, they loved it they loved Jesus when he was providing food, when he was providing uh, fishes, when he was bringing out the corn. That's church. Yeah! Ah, did you come to church today? Ah, In church. Oh, girl, you missed it. On the 31st, we were dancing ahead of good. That's the time for that. But then there's also time where you will be alone and you need to cast out that demon. That's not excitement. Prayer is only exciting when you give yourself to it. Brooklyn will always obey her master because Brooklyn understands that this is the person that makes me do her will, makes me, gives me the power to run and to come back and also, if you don't listen to me, ain't no food. Brooklyn looks up to her for power, for provision, and for purpose. The purpose of Brooklyn is to guide me. The purpose of Brooklyn is that you will follow my will. And many of us don't understand the purpose of why God says we should pray. is so he can bend our will to his will. So that when God says sit, you sit. When he says no is no. When he says slow down, wait, slow. And when he says what grow, grow, no slow, grow. And sometimes God is going to say slow down. Because if you're in a hurry you will clash. This is what we do when we come into a place of prayer. Prayer doesn't change. God, if he doesn't change us. So as we go through the next two weeks, let us pray God's will into our lives and not our own will. Let's say to ourselves, I'm not going to exit this prayer and still be the same. (laughs) Let's say that the problems I deal with, I will deal with no more. Oh, my mom, my dad, they're always against me. When you finish prayer, they should love you. Because it should distinguish you. God must give you the wisdom to deal with any situation you find yourself in. Because the Bible says there's no temptation that comes to us that God does not make a way of escape. You are in that position because God wants you to grow. You married that woman because God wants you to grow. hmm you married that man because God wants you to go. You are born into that family because God has a purpose. Trying to exit what you have not passed means you failed. And you will keep repeating the same exam. This is not automatic promotion. God expects us to stay in his presence so much that when we leave the place joy and power, praise, provision and grace will come to us in the name of Jesus. Did you get anything from it right now?
0: You've been listening to Ty Adashugba, Pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. We hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, visit us at www.worshiptabernacle.org.uk Alternatively, call us on 020-7435- 3939. You can find us at the Citadel, Worship Tabernacle, 131 St. John's Way, N19, 3RQ, Archway, London. Thank you for listening.